You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, This week, it's just me, uh, and we're going to have a little bit of a shorter session after the marathon uh, session. It felt like when we were talking about the SECURE Act last week, uh, Ryan and I covered, if you haven't listened to it, Ryan and I have went through the what's called the SECURE Act, covering some really big sweeping changes that were uh, passed by Congress and signed into law by the president last year that relate to retirement accounts, uh, saving for retirement, and withdrawing money from your retirement accounts once you reach age 70 and a half or now 72. So if you haven't listened to that, I really strongly suggest you tune in. Uh, but this week we are talking about something that's really been on the minds, I think, of a lot of people. Uh, we are meeting with lots of clients because it's the beginning of the year. We're doing preparations for tax time. And everyone, everyone is asking about the election. And, it, you know, it's... It's the presidential election year. It's top of mind. It's understandable. Uh, And the question is always, how do the elections affect markets or how do markets affect the elections? Um, And there is there's never really a a perfect correlation here. But sometimes as people vote their pocketbooks, there it can be instructive on on what we might see in either direction, whether it's in the election or in markets. So, um, you know, I'm recording this at the end of of January, it's the 24th today, and, and 2020 is already off to a roaring start, without a doubt. It's picked up right where we left off from 2019, which was a fantastic year for stocks. You can see we are on trend for pre-election years having great returns. But that's not what we're talking about, or that's not what the worry is often about. What the worry is about is returns in election years, and the results on those are a bit bifurcated. Um, the LPL senior uh, market strategist Ryan Dietrich uh, noted in the LPL research blog that if an incumbent president was up for a re-election, stocks tended to do pretty well. But on the other hand, if there was a lame duck president in office, returns were quite muted. Now, it's it's worth let's define what a lame duck president is. A lame duck president means the sitting president either isn't running for a re-election or has already fulfilled the maximum two-year term or two terms, two four-year terms. Uh, that they're allowed. So it makes sense, right? It, because the president could be less motivated to do things to heat up the economy if they're going to be leaving office shortly. So investors could also get cold feet knowing that a change is coming and waiting for that uncertainty to settle. So let's look at a couple of examples. The S&P 500 was down in 2000 and in 2008, and the sitting president was a quote, lame duck president for both years. Um, to illustrate this, LPL research broke down the election years by whether the president was running for re-election or a lame duck. This was in one of their charts of the day, and I'll include it in the show notes. But the chart shows that the S&P 500 was up an impressive, an impressive 11.7% on average if the president was running for re-election, compared to being up an average of only 2.4% if the president was a lame duck president. So that is interesting. If you have someone running for a re-election... And they're not a lame duck president. The the average returns in those election years are quite a bit better. Uh, Now, given most presidents who have to uh, run a second time have tended to win, this could be the market's way of saying it's comfortable with the status quo over change. Um, Another encouraging historical trend here is that the S&P 500 hasn't been lower 
during an election year with an incumbent president up for re-election since 1940. So let's be clear. Stocks have been up during election years when incumbent presidents actually lost. So, for example, in 1980, the S&P 500 gained nearly 26%, but Jimmy Carter still lost to Ronald Reagan. What's helpful here, though, is really that election years historically have been okay for stocks, some better than others. Uh, And generally, if a president is running for re-election, they're better than when we have a lame duck. But either way, presidential election years should not alone cause you concern or cause you to want to exit the markets. Uh, you know the stats that we're talking about really have to do with lame duck presidents in election years than more than anything else. But don't get spooked and worry about markets just because we're in a presidential election year. Uh, if anything, these stats support the notion of higher stocks in 2020. But higher stocks can't always tell you who's going to win in November either. So uh, keep that in mind as you're con- watching debates and consuming the news. Certainly, it's easy to get swept up in all of this presidential election hoopla, if you will. I always say what worries us as citizens is what is different from what worries us as investors. And it's really true here in the stats where presidential election years are generally okay for markets and uh, uh, and alone aren't a reason to go running for the hills just because you may not like the candidates or you may not like the results. So uh, thanks for listening. I'm just going to leave it right there. We're going to do a quick five-minute shot. Uh, We might have another bonus episode this week following up on this and talking a little bit more about elections just because it, it seems to interest so many people. So if you have any questions about what you heard today, you can feel free to reach out to us at info at forwardfg.com. You can call us at 559-449-8690, or you can find us on the web at forwardfg.com. That's short for Ford Financial Group. My name is Brian Ullman. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to talking to you again soon. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein. 